0: Hi, I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Angry Angry Neighborhood Neighborhood Feminist. Feminist. This is a podcast
1: where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspectives. That it is.
0: And I can tell that most of this episode is going to be taken up with one thing.
1: One thing. I do have another thing that I really want to talk about.
0: I do have another small, lighthearted thing to talk about. Mine's not
1: lighthearted. Mine mine is, but... as intense. Mm -hmm. I think we can get to all of it, Keegan. I believe in us. Sure. So, should we just start right off? Yep. All right, for those of you who are new, our mini episodes are our What's in the News episode where we tell you different things that are going on and
0: we chat about it. So let's get to it. All the right ha- the headline I have for this in my notes is yeah. Surprise. Trump is racist. <gasps> really? Isn't that shocking? I didn't know. I mean And we're saying it as a joke right now, but it is one of those things that like, why do news outlets continue to act surprised when Trump Because what he says is shocking. Something but but they're surprised that he's racist. Yeah, that's And stupid. and they keep saying things that are coded, like racially charged, right? Instead yeah. of just call it what it is.
1: Racist. It was racist a, bullshit. It was racist.
0: It's racist bullshit. Trump is a racist. I need more people to start saying that. And yeah. because of this, news outlets are actually saying those words. Yeah. These tweets were racist. I'm yeah. actually getting that from people. But it's taken this long. I mean, his presidency is almost over. Hopefully. He's already, well, hopefully. Yeah, he's already campaigning for his next when four years. When did he stop
1: campaigning?
0: When did you're, he stop? You're right, but officially. He's officially now campaigning uh, for his next four years. And it's just now that we are using the words in the mainstream media, racist. Bullshit. with With what Trump is doing when he's been racist his whole fucking life. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, so to get into what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, so he had a campaign rally, whatever you want to call it, on Wednesday? Yes, Wednesday, North Carolina, and incited
0: the crowd to chant, send her back, send her back. And, okay, so you're going to want context for why yes. they were saying that. Yes. Um. So on the 14th, mm-hmm. uh, July 14th, Trump came out with a bunch of tweets, and uh, his tweets were, So interesting to see progressive, in scare quotes, Democrat congresswomen, who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt, and inept anywhere in the world, if they even have a functioning government at all, now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on Earth, (laughs) how our government is to be run. Well, they're congresswomen. It's kind of part of their exactly. job. Anyway, why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Yes,
1: and he is specifically targeting... Um, I'm going to say her name wrong. Is it Ilhan?
0: Ilhan Omar. Ilhan
1: Omar. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. Okay, Ilhan Omar, um, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. I always trip over my, like, sentences Words when her. I say her
0: whole name. Sure. Um,
1: Ayana Pressley and Rashida... Talib, Talib, yes. Um, he called, and like you said, he was specifically calling out to those women to quote go back to where they came. So, from. So yeah, they fo-
0: he, he intentionally focused on four freshmen Congresswomen of yeah. color, of color, um, two of which are Muslim. Yes, one and is three, black,
1: and three or four of them were born in the U.S. Right,
0: one is black, and one is um, Latina. And 3 out of the 4 of them were born here. Yeah. And one of them is a naturalized citizen. Yeah, like what do so you mean? So when you say go back from where you came from, that is the most bare minimum like like if, should if,
1: I go back to Ireland because my far right. away ancestors are from Ireland? His are like, from no. His
0: are from Scotland. Yeah. Do you go know back what I mean? To Scotland, Trump. But but it is something that has been directed at people of color since the beginning of mm-hmm. fucking time um and is not even a veiled attempt at yeah at, it's it's so blatantly racist yeah. that i think that that is why it's coming under fire go back where you came from because is one it's of the most it's, it's a textbook it's it's essentially a slur at this point yeah it yeah. is
1: it's like textbook racism so for omar specifically her family fled the war torn country of um somalia to a refugee camp in kenya when she was 8 years old and then arrived in the us when she was 12 Um, So during this rally, whatever you want to call it, when they started chanting, send her back, send her back, Trump makes absolutely no effort to stop it. It's the most sickening thing I've ever seen. It's almost like he's, like, basking in the moment. Of course, yeah. And, like, I've been watching a ton of World War II documentaries lately. And, um, God, what was the movie I just saw that was in German the other day that was so good? But it's a a lot of stuff about, like... Hitler and his propaganda and his, like, techniques on, like, rallying people up and everything like that, and that's all I could think about, and the thing for me whenever we talk about Trump is I have a very hard time watching the videos. I can read about it and still be pissed off, but if I watch the videos, like, I watched the video of him at this rally today, and I legitimately had to put my fists in my eyeballs to not cry. Like, I just... There was something so scary about that moment to me that just absolutely
0: horrified me. There's a really good video that I'll see if I can find. If I can find it, maybe I can post it to our Instagram. But there's a really good video of a historian breaking down fascism and how... You know, places like Nazi Germany, uh, how they were able to get the people riled up. And yeah. chants were a big part of that. Well, we and talked they, about that before, really too. And they really highlight that in this video. What, do you, what that, do you
1: call that when it's like the mob culture kind of thing? It's a
0: mob mentality. Mob
1: mentality. Thank um,
0: you. And it's very cult-like as well. Um, but in this video, they, they really, really highlight that, that this is not an accident. The fact that they chant things like lock her up, build the wall, send her back. And they do it in this kind of group, um, in a group, you know, it is very purposeful. Um, and it serves, it serves a very distinct purpose. And in fact, I had read an article, um, years ago, it was actually very uplifting uplifting article but I imagine the same sort of thing applies here uh where they were talking about singing in a group and like what that does to your you mentally sing. it's why yeah. churches sing it's why churches do call and response a lot of churches yeah you know, say things at yeah. the same time because something does happen in your brain when you're all doing the same it's a thing. Weird, it's like
1: a unity thing. Right. It's, like it you it connects you. It connects yeah. you. It's
0: tribal, right? Mm-hmm. And that is what he's doing. That's why he's encouraging it. Even though he knows he's being attacked for being racist everywhere, yeah. it's why he didn't stop them. Yeah. Because it unites his base yeah. in a way that he wants to. He wants to.
1: Yeah. So he goes on to say, these left-wing, and I keep saying this word wrong, ideologues see our nation as a force of evil. He continues to say, I have a suggestion for the hate-filled extremists who are trying to tear our country down. If they don't like it, let them leave. Let them leave. And he also suggests that these four women hate our country, which is just like...
0: Why would you go through what you're going through to become a congressperson? And just leave. If you hated America, like why would you do that? And And why would you just give up and leave? It doesn't make any sense. Very frustrating. Yeah, I mean, and it's frustrating because what you're saying is, what what you're saying is, don't stay and try and fix anything. Abandon it and let fascists take over. Like that's what you're saying.
1: They're not trying to fix things. They're trying to ruin his agenda. You know, in his eyes, they're they're the extremists. They're the hateful he's, ones. He's such a fucking down.
0: raging narcissist. He's and very much a raging I would narcissist. also like to point out that it has been pointed out um, in several places, and I believe this to be true, that another... He has a tendency to create controversy whenever other shit is going on that Mm -hmm. he wants to distract you from Mm -hmm. so all the shit that's happening with Jeffrey Epstein right now Mm -hmm. he probably doesn't want you to look over there so while this isn't good for him this whole Trump might be racist thing it's something that he has dodged so many times in the past that I wouldn't put it past him to have kind of if not created, this controversy, absolutely he's leaning into it right now because he would much rather you be looking over here than looking over there at his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein and everything else that's been going on. I agree. Um, Because a video did also surface recently of him and Jeffrey Epstein at, I think it was a Clippers game, where him and Jeffrey Epstein are soups buddy-buddy, and you'll remember what we said from last week's mini-episode where he was saying that him, He didn't like Jeffrey yeah, and all that shit. That yeah, a long
1: shit. time ago that we were friends.
0: Right. All that kind of stuff. So it, they're very buddy buddy and they're very clearly ogling the women at the game. Yeah. So I think he is doing things to kind of distract. He did a lot of this when the Mueller investigation was going on. Anything, uh-huh. Anytime things started to get hot for him, yeah. he would say something fucking outrageous and then every news outlet would go to that. Go to that. Yeah,
1: Yeah. so Trump also claims that Omar slandered the brave Americans who were trying to keep peace in Somalia and accused her of minimizing the 9-11 terrorist attacks. He also falsely accuses her of supporting al-Qaeda because she refused to condemn the group. And her response to that, she said that she refused to answer because she... Uh, She criticized that Muslim Americans are repeatedly called upon to condemn terrorist attacks by Muslim extremists, even though they have no connection to the attacks, which I think makes a lot of sense. She doesn't want to be part of that rhetoric. She's not going to comment on something. That she is not a part of. That is not her Muslim
0: experience. Right, right. I mean, and also, this coming from a man who will say there are very fine people on both sides at a white supremacy rally. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to take ownership over the shitty stuff that white supremacists do, white nationalists do, who commit more terrorist mm-hmm. attacks in this country than wants- any other group. You won't take responsibility for that, but you want Muslims to take responsibility because for he everything.
1: continue that story and absolutely. have his followers still continue to have that idea in their heads rather than betray his own following.
0: Well, I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's all calculated, but that's the thing. It's like, if you look at this under any... If you look at this objectively in any way, it falls apart. Like, yeah. that's that's the thing. It's just, it's so frustrating. And, you know, I'll say right now that we are getting ready to record an episode on gaslighting. An episode on gaslighting will be coming out on Monday. And, you know, in doing the prep for that episode, it's so fucking clear that that's what's happening yeah. here. Yeah, Trump,
1: I read a lot of stuff about Trump examples of gaslighting. Well, a-
0: absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's just like you are delivering a false narrative Over and over and over as if it's the truth. Yeah. And people are just buying it because they've been gaslit into believing it. Yeah, I
1: mean like sneak preview, he'll be he'll say XYZ and then weeks or months later he'll be like, I never said XYZ. Right, I would never say fucking
0: proof. Like we can show we can play the tape back. Yeah. You know, it's like no 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 no. You know, it's it's insane. I really
1: loved Omar's response. She tweeted a quote or a part of the poem from Maya Angelou's uh, Still I Rise. It says, you may shoot me with your words, you may cut me with your eyes, you may kill me with your hatefulness, but still like air I rise. Yeah. I'm like...
0: Yeah, I mean it's yes, it's, girl, do it. It's awful for them right now. I hate what they're going through. They're being called the squad. Um, Is that weird? Yeah, well, because the four of them have had to kind of like stick together. You I know? know, but it's such a it's such. Taylor Swift comes to mind. It's just, oh, such, a, ew, it's just yeah. such a cliche. No, I don't. I don't like the girl squad. gang. Like it's weird. I don't like the girl gang um,
1: aspect of that. And it's clumping them all together, which I think in some way, like they do need to band together, which they are. But like they're all fighting their own individual battles with Trump. But they and have I, it's they just, have band
0: together since the beginning. But, it's, but
1: they should and they should band together. But I feel like there's something within calling them the squad that doesn't sit right with me.
0: I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't it exactly. bother me too much um because they have had to band together for a while since the beginning because their ideas are so new and progressive that even the um old school democrats like Nancy Pelosi yeah. have kind of been pushing them away yeah from the beginning because it's too much of a change mm-hmm. and old school democrats don't want to rock the boat too hard whereas mm-hmm. like AOC and Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib, they all came in and they were like, We're changing the system. Like, yeah. that's what we're here I'm to do. Call her
1: AOC from now on because AOC. her saying her full name
0: always oh, yeah. trips me. Yeah, AOC. Um, you know, okay, so yes, they have had their differences. Nancy Pelosi in general has been extremely dismissive of AOC in particular and combative yeah. with her. They've had a lot of arguments. Um, however, On Tuesday, the House voted to condemn uh, Trump for using racist attacks against these four Congresswomen. Yeah. But it was only after the debate over the president's language devolved into a bitterly partisan brawl that showcased deep rifts over race, ethnicity, and political ideology in the age of Trump. So um, the... House passed this measure basically along party lines. It was 240 to 187. And um, there were only a few dissenters. There were four Republicans and one House independent who voted to condemn the president. So all the Democrats plus four Republicans and one independent Uh voted to condemn the president for racist actions. Fucking good. Yeah. um, But, you know, it's been kind of this back and forth brawl. It's it's such a weird thing. Apparently there are rules basically like about civility where you can't call somebody, you can't, you can't call out the motives, right? So you can't say he did this because he's racist. Okay. Um, which goes into civility politics, which really annoys me uh-huh. that we're sitting here talking about, like, well, we all need to get along. And yeah. it's like, do we need yeah. to get along? Like, shouldn't we be allowed to say, like, no, objectively, that is shit. And, yeah. like, we should be allowed to say, like, that is shit. Yeah. Um,
1: Let's put that in the Constitution. That is shit. Right. End quote Keegan Winfield.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'll put that on a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> So Republicans ground the proceedings to a halt shortly before the House was able to vote on the non-binding resolution, which calls Mr. Trump's tweets and verbal volleys, quote, racist comments. Uh, that have legitimized increased fear and hatred of new Americans and people of color, mm-hmm. immigrants and people of color. It was the Democrats' response to Mr. Trump's attacks on Representatives Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York, Ilhan Omar of Minnesota, Ayanna Presley of Massachusetts, and Rashida Tlaib of Michigan, who he said should go back to their countries, uh, an insult that he has continued to employ in the days since. Uh, Pelosi said, there's no excuse for any response to those words, but a swift and strong unified condemnation. Every single member of this institution, Democratic or Republican, should join us in condemning the president's racist tweets. The Republicans rose to protest, Miss Melo- uh, Pelosi turned, uh, and she turned toward them on the House floor and picked up with her speech. So, in the middle, at that point, during yeah. her speech, Republicans started to get up in arms. They started yeah. trying to talk over her. So she she just... No, no, no. She was like, no, no, no. I'm going to continue my speech. Yeah, good for her. And the rest of her speech was, to do anything less would be a shocking rejection of our values and a shameful abdication of our oath of office to protect the American people. Agreed. So... So anyway, that will be an ongoing story, but yeah. while I think this deserves attention because it's disgusting, um and it is right at the heart of what Trump is, which is a racist. He recently tweeted, I think today or yesterday, that he doesn't have a racist bone in his body. Okay. Which is bullshit. This is coming from a man who took out a full page ad in like the New York Times condemning the Central Park 5 who were Fucking children yeah. um saying that we needed to bring back the death penalty to kill these children um for something that they didn't even do. Yeah. Um he he <sighs> says that he doesn't have a racist bone in his body. So while we do need to pay attention to this, it's not really news that Trump is racist yes. and don't let that distract you from the, other, the other shit, shit. Yep. in the news that's going on right now with him or his campaign, don't let it distract you. Yeah,
1: exactly. Stay on track. All right, I'm going to talk about Scarlett Johansson.
0: Go for it. You've heard about this? Yes, Okay. I have. That she should be able to play whatever the fuck she wants (gasps) because she's Scarlett Johansson.
1: She says, as an actor, I should be allowed to play any person or any tree or any animal because that is my job and the requirements of my job. She goes on to discuss whether or not having to remain politically correct in her role's Uh, bores her and she says i feel that art should be free of restrictions she has since told entertainment weekly that her comments were widely taken out of context and what her response to me is so hilarious because she says this to defend herself but this is this is what she says I personally feel that in an ideal world any actor should be able to play anybody. <laughs> and art in all forms should be immune to political correctness. That is the point I was making, albeit it didn't come off that way. You're just
0: repeating the okay. point. I mean I and I well here's the thing. I understand what she's saying, however, that's not the reality we live in. Right. If you are allowed to play an Asian character, when does a black person get to play a white character. Agree. When does that get to happen? Well, it here, doesn't.
1: Exactly. And here we go. She does mention the reality. She goes, I recognize that in reality there is a widespread of discrepancy amongst my industry that okay. favors Caucasians, cisgendered actors, and that not every actor has been given the same opportunities that I have been privileged to. Which to me is all good and great, but I feel feel like that is an apology for the first part of her statement and the
0: original statement where to me she's essentially repeating well, and, the same okay, thing. Okay. Because here's here's the thing. As an actor, I'm of multiple minds about this because yeah. I will say that I think I understand what she's saying as far as like art should be free from restrictions. Yes. Got it. I agree with you on that. However that's not the reality of the world we live in, and well, if you can, a, and if you can acknowledge that that's not the reality of the world that we live in, then you should be turning down roles. Yes, when you know that you have gotten roles based solely on your privilege, like, yes, then you should be turning those roles down. And if you're not, which mm-hmm. she hasn't been, no, she's been like
1: forced to, kind of. Well, she's you been know?
0: forced to, but like, but she didn't turn down the offer, no. and, and so I'm just like then your words are hollow to me. Yeah. You know that there's a discrepancy and you're taking advantage of it.
1: Yeah. She even goes on to say that she
0: has and always will support diversity in
1: every industry and fight for projects where everyone is included. But to me, it's just a very, very hollow statement. Like, her intention and her words is great, but I feel like we need to see some sort of action with her for me to actually buy any of the shit Yeah, the no, I mean,
0: I, I just think, yeah, she's going to continue to accept roles... Um, that benefit her. Yeah, uh, and you know, I understand it from the perspective of an artist. Like, I, I get that. However, if you want your art to be, there are things that meaningful. are more meaningful, and there are also things that are more important than than just your art and your ability to. It's art as a whole that you need to think of, right?
1: And honestly, if I were ever cast as any other race or as a jewish person or anything i would be like are you blind are you kidding me no i'm not doing that shit like to me that makes so much sense because like i would want the art that i'm a part of to be as authentic as possible and part of that for me is making sure that the stories are told are told in the ways that they're meant to be
0: told sure. does that yeah. make sense i just said the no no, no. The same thing I, I know again. i know exactly what yeah. you're saying i know exactly what you're saying and also like If we lived in a completely equitable world, what she's saying makes sense. Yes. But we don't. And to so me like, it's the you whole I don't to, see color
1: thing. Right. Where, you you know, need to acknowledge
0: that we do not live in an equitable world. Yeah. And if you are pro diversity, then open up and make space for those people to come in. Yeah. If you're taking their work, work that should be theirs, then you are not making space yeah. for them to come in. And I know that you can make the excuse of like, well, if I hadn't taken this job, somebody else would have, but That's that's not on you. Yeah, right. Like that part is not on you. You have, you're Scarlett Johansson. You're not going to have any. Like, there's going to be so many fucking job offers coming in. In
1: fact, this is going to hurt you more. Yeah,
0: you do not need to take jobs where you play Uh -uh. a trans person or an Asian person. Like, you don't need to do that.
1: Yeah, and I watched a video that Trevor Noah did on his show. I fucking love him. Me too. And he talks about how Hollywood has um, defined how we feel about people who aren't white. Like, we look to Hollywood for a lot of examples of different cultures and things like that. And he talks about how... um, Stories have always been told through the perspective of a white person. His quote, I'm just going to read the quote. It says, for so long, Hollywood and the people who define storytelling in America have defined it as stories to be told for and by white people. Absolutely. And so the roles have generally been reserved for black people have been the stereotype criminal made slave. That's pretty much it. Right. Yeah, he goes on to say that Johansson doesn't understand that people are not attacking her. They are pointing out that she has the luxury of choosing any type of character she wants while others are kept in a box. Amen. While Scarlett can play a Japanese robot and a white girl in a drama, a Japanese actress is only allowed to play an Eastern Asian. Eastern Asian roles. Like, yes, she, it cannot be the other way right. around. Do you know, yeah, what I mean? and that's
0: where it's inequitable. Like, that's where I need her to fucking recognize that. Yeah. You know, and he, Riz Ahmed actually had a really amazing, um, he did a, a really amazing interview. It's online somewhere where he talks about that as a uh, Middle Eastern man. I think he's mm-hmm. Pakistani, I think, um, where he was talking about like, it was really hard in the beginning of my career because. All I could be cast as was terrorists mm-hmm. and you you're an actor, you want to work, and I understand that so yeah. much like you want you want these jobs you're not in a position to turn them down, and this is your dream and this is your art. Yeah. You know what I mean? But It's also, hard to draw those lines, but those are your
1: opportunities. Those are the
0: opportunities that are coming yeah. at you, and you're having to take these roles where you're perpetuating a stereotype, because yeah. those are the only roles given to you. Exactly. And, you know, you and I have talked about it. We're definitely going to have an episode about racism and casting. I have experienced it so much, like, to the point where I'm so fucking jaded about going on auditions and, like, doing that aspect of of this industry. Um it's hard. It's it's really hard. And very. so for Scarlett Johansson to kind of be so flippant about the whole thing, it is offensive. Well,
1: yeah, and she's been privileged for her entire career. And she is so established that it's it's obvious. Like, her privilege is just very, very, very obvious in
0: everything that she said. Yes. So, yes, totally. Not a fan right now. Me neither. Okay, so I... am some good news, baby. I mean, it's, I don't... You tell me if you think it's good news. Okay. But it does kind of go along with... What we were talking about, only in the respect of like last week, we were talking about there being a black Ariel and people losing their goddamn fucking right, shit right, about right, it. Right. Um, so, Harry Styles <laughs> is in talks to be Prince Eric. Do you, are you pro or anti? You're pro. Okay, I'm. Can I tell you a big secret? Are, do you, are you horny for I'm Harry Styles? I'm so
1: horny for <laughs> Harry Styles. And no,
0: you know what? I didn't get it until I saw him perform live on SNL. Um, and then I was like, oh. Oh, I saw
1: him <laughs> at Starbucks when I worked there. And I felt things. No, he's hot.
0: <sighs> I, and I didn't think he was hot. I was like, I don't know. And, and- then I saw him... In motion, and then I was like, yes. Oh no, no, I you, see it. You see
1: him in motion. Um, and Max was so disappointed in me because I guess his ex was like really into Harry Styles. So he was like, Not you too, and I'm like, I'm not like gonna fucking fangirl he had. Like, have you seen him? Like, my friend Cody is attracted to Harry Styles. Like, he and his girlfriend are both like fuck yeah, Harry Styles. And
0: I've heard a lot of people are <gasps> unhappy about this choice. Why? I don't know. He's such I've, a big I've seen a lot of he things... looks like a Disney brand, he does look like Disney prince, and I like it. I, I think people were he maybe... Did great in Dunkirk, too. I think people were maybe hoping for um a Prince Eric of color, since we have a... Totally. L- you know, Little Mermaid of color, and... We should
1: have gotten... We should have done the Rodgers and Hammerstein video, oh, Cinderella, again, and have, like, an colorblind colorblind cast, prince casting. and a black princess yeah. getting them together. Like, that is an, an ideal situation, and I'm I've got all my for blinders that. on right now, because...
0: I'm horny for Harry Styles. Well, you know what? I'm all for that, but with that being said, I don't think Harry Styles is a bad casting choice. You've now got two um essentially like pop singers or yeah. young young artists. That who are gonna are, pull people in. We're gonna pull people in who are also good singers like yeah. I mean objectively Harry Styles is incredibly talented. he's a very talented person so is Hallie Bailey so yeah. I'm just like I actually think that this is going to be great if anything fucks this movie up I think it's going to be the CGI yes. for Sebastian and Flounder because I'm like yes. how are they going to do that in a I way mean, that's not you've weird seen Lion King but that was you know, I mean it's weird it's weird yeah the way that their mouths are very me. creepy is weird, and I don't see... I need... I think I need Sebastian to be cartoonish, or else I think it's going to be, like... Yeah, like a real-looking lobster is going
1: to be very A crab, unsettling. yeah, crab yeah. It's going to be very unsettling. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or a
1: real-looking flounderfish.
0: Yes, it's going to be weird. I think you need it needs to be cartoony or else... But if it's too cartoony, then does it work? It takes work away
1: from the reality With live it. action, but I don't know. But that's the thing, is that I don't like that Disney is calling things, like, The Lion King live action when it's not live action,
0: Wait, it's all CGI. It's all CGI. Yeah, it's to animation. Live it's action. still
1: animation, yeah. But I was going to um, say, the whole casting of Harry Styles reminds me of the casting of Taylor Swift in the new Cats movie. They're doing it to pull in all
0: the Swifty fans. Ooh, and... I was at first excited about the Cats movie because I fucking love Cats. I've never seen it. Uh, Oh, my God. I I, I have it it on VHS. I'm sure you do. I saw it live when I was a kid. New slash Keegan is a cat lady. I'm a cat lady. And growing up, I I loved musicals. I loved Andrew Lloyd Webber. So it was a perfect fit for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was into the idea of a Cats movie. But I saw the trailer. And the the CGI is uncanny valley creepy. Yeah. I don't. I don't like it. The
1: CGI is very creepy. The dancing in that movie looks dope. The and dancing the choreographer looks from Hamilton dope. did it. Yeah, the, the, the main dancing character's dope. a ballerina.
0: I know. <gasps> oh, the, the, I mean, honestly, like the the outside of Taylor Swift, I could take her leave her, but uh, the, the rest of the, the cast, cast is great. I'm like, this is phenomenal, but creepy as fuck. But the the yeah, the CGI is creepy. Yeah. Um. But okay, so. Halle Bailey is the only one who is confirmed. However, Melissa McCarthy is in talks for Ursula. Harry Styles is in talks for um, Prince Eric, and Jacob Tremblay, the little kid from Room, is in talks for Flounder. Oh my god, which is so fucking cute. Aquafina is also in talks for something, but I'm I'm not sure. And I, I love Aquafina. So so yeah, where would she be? I don't know. One of the sisters? Maybe she's she's in talks. For I like something. her. I, I really her like a lot. her. Um, but yes, so it's looking more and more like Harry Styles will be Prince Eric. Mm, I'm wet, down. Wet dreams commence. I'm, da- I mean, honestly, it creeps me out because I know that Hallie Bailey is like 19, but I ship them together. I'm like, oh, they're cute. I don't ship them as people together. I can I've always, I I've always do. had a
1: crush on Prince Eric from the cartoon movie. Yeah. Prince Eric cute. and Aladdin are like my babes in sure. Disney movies. Sure. And, um, Talk about gaslighting, Aladdin, but mm, but yeah, yeah, but still hot. True, yeah, true, but so sexy. Um, oh god, that's weird. What just came out of my mouth? He's a cartoon. But, it's fine. Uh, you can call a cartoon. It's like sexy. When people are saying that like Simba is sexy, and I'm like, they give him some very like sexy mannerisms, but like he's a lion.
0: He's he's got a um, really good like um, John Paul Jones hair oh, flip.
1: Oh my god, John Paul Jones should have played J P J. Should have played <laughs> Simba. Although so Donald Glover. We'll do a better job. All the yes. yes, all the yes. Okay. So Anyway, we've gotten off track. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm down for it. Would I have loved another person of color? Yes, but as soon as you mentioned Harry Styles, I'm sorry. I think I he's good.
0: Him. I like it. I think that they're going to be a him and that role will be beautiful. They're going to be know. a great Little Mermaid Prince Eric couple. I think if it falls through, then yeah. Ideally, in my ideal world, yes, I would love a Prince Eric of color, and I would love a drag queen Ursula. Same. But if we can't have that, I think that these are fine options. Yes, so, we're so. not
1: we're not totally up in arms about it. All right, so you guys, thank you so much for listening. If you want to send us in any listener stories. Um, anything that you want to chat with us about sister solidarity stories if you still want to send us in coming out stories anything at all drop us a line you can email us at neighborhood at gmail.com go ahead and hit us up on Instagram and our DMs and follow us at angry neighborhood feminist you can get us on Twitter where we sometimes hang out at yanf podcast y-a-n-f, Y-A-N-F. podcast get us on Facebook we have a business and a group page you can uh, rate and review us on our business page on Facebook which we love and we really love it when you rate and review us on apple podcasts so much uh go ahead and listen to us on radio public we love it when you do it's free for you it helps us out a little bit and it is super swell that is all we have for today with all that being said we encourage you to to rage rage on. on bye